Welcome Ravens fans, supporters, to season one, episode number four of the unscripted Ravens Talk podcast. This is a fan podcast. My name is B-More Buck, and I'm your host for this fan-amazing podcast. This show talks about all subjects related to the best football organization in the world, our Baltimore Ravens, and us, the diehard fans. My podcast episodes will be published and distributed weekly. Please feel free to like, share, comment, leave a voicemail, and subscribe to my channel on YouTube at any time. If you ever want to join me on a podcast episode, leave your number uh, in my uh, voicemail or direct message me, and we will schedule a time for you to be on this amazing podcast. All right? Hey, this podcast are my own opinions. Uh, Everything that we discuss here does not represent the views or opinions of the Baltimore Ravens or the National Football League. We are doing our best to prepare the content of this podcast. However, Be More Bucks cannot warranty the expressions and suggestions of the contents as well as its accuracy. In addition, to extent permitted by law, Be More Buck Edit shall not be responsible for any losses and or damages due to the usage of the information here in our podcast. All right, our subject today for this for the uh, episode number four of the Ravens Talk our podcast will be: Will the Baltimore Ravens fix their defense? Will the Baltimore Ravens fix their defense? Okay. We will also discuss duds from week number four. Okay, I know we ready to forget that game, right? Um. We also discuss how they can, some suggestions or recommendations on how they can fix the defense. Uh, we'll talk about the, uh, the Tim Williams cut, the Josh Bond signing, and the upcoming Steelers game, and also the upcoming uh, remaining of the schedule before the bye. All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about, will the Baltimore Ravens fix their defense? Okay, That's, that is the question. We done had oof, three weeks of a of performance from a defense that we have never seen before uh, in recent memories. I know we had several years of bad defensive play, but very few years out of our our existence as an organization, as a franchise, that we are had that we have had a bad defense. We normally have a good defense year in and year out. And guess what? I just want to let everybody out there know to calm down. Don't worry about it. That will be the case again this year. We will have a good defense this year. One thing about our organization, our organization takes pride in their defensive play. Okay, we are tough. Okay, smash mouth football playing team. Always have been and always will. And I entrust the front office. I entrust the coaches. I entrust the head coach, Coach Harbaugh to get that thing fixed and they gonna get it fixed quick, okay? Now we gotta understand something, folks. We gonna, especially in the NFL nowadays, this this new modern uh, NFL play. Okay, football's football, all right? But then from week to week, you know, things gonna change, all right? We're not gonna have a, a, a good defense every week. Some weeks they're gonna just have a bad day, all right? Unfortunately, we done had two weeks a bad uh, defensive play, all right? A couple of weeks of bad defensive play, but I think it'll get better, and um, we'll talk about that a little more in detail as we go along, okay? So we're going to go ahead and start this podcast off. 
uh, duds from week number four. (laughs) That Browns game at home was probably one of the worst games I've seen in a long time from the Baltimore Ravens, especially at home. It might be, it might rank as the number one worst game that they played at MT Bank Stadium. I've never seen our team play that bad at home. Okay, so that that's 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 a that's a um, concern that we we need to have as fans, and that's a concern that the organization need to have. We can never let a team come into our house and do do our team and do us like that. Never again. And you know, sometimes things happen for a reason. Okay, maybe this was the timing was right for this type of loss. Okay, it's still early in the season. We're still in good standing. Okay, the sky's the limit of where this team can go can go. Now we know for our defense, they can't do nothing better but go up. Okay, they can't get no worse. You can't get no worse than week number four. It cannot get no worse. Okay, so the only way we can go is trending upward. Okay, so let's talk about these duds from week four. Okay, the majority of the the, the problems that we had in week four, I will go ahead and put on the defense. All right, the offense, the offense have some problems also, but their problems, I think their problems can be and be taken care of, okay? It's very few of them, and I think they'll be okay moving forward. We have the number one offense in the NFL right now. The number one scoring offense, the number one offense in the NFL right now, and that is, actually, that's pretty shocking. Normally, we had a number one uh, top five defense and, like, the number 15 offense or something like that. But now, things has changed. Uh, with the, the emergence of Lamar Jackson and, uh, and our new offensive coordinator. So, you know, hey, things are trending in the right direction. And you need a good offense in today's NFL, all right? You also need a good, hard-hitting defense to take care of those fast-moving teams that come that we play week in and week out. All right, so let's get back to the duds from week four. Our first dud from week number four is Peanut Patrick Uansawa. Okay, so what we've learned about him, um, teams, uh, we've noticed that teams have used play action uh, uh, to ward off or to counter uh, or take advantage of Peanut's uh, aggressiveness. Now, don't get me wrong. This guy is a missile. He's a missile. He's a hard-hitting tackling machine. You cannot take that away from him. Okay, and that is an attribute, and that's what makes him a raven. Okay, he does that, he does it real well. So, we're gonna have to make some changes to where we can better utilize those that skill set that Peanut has to its, to its fullest. Okay, now there's some other areas where he's lacking. But those areas for inside linebacker or middle linebacker are necessary. You got to have those skills, and he has them. Okay, we just got to know how to use them. We got to make sure he know how to use them. So that's what other teams do. Other teams see what the problem is, and they see your weakness, and they're going to exploit those weakness. What team is best at doing that is the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots study teams. Bill Belichick, he study teams, and guess what? He will exploit your weakness weekend and a week out, and that's what they do. Just take a look at them, and that's what we need to get in, in the, the habit of doing a lot better. We've, we kind of fall into the side on that a little bit, falling by the wayside with making sure we are 
taking advantage of these teams' weaknesses, and we also are taking advantage of our strengths of our players. Okay, so what the Browns did on on, on Sunday was they used um, uh, uh, Peanuts' aggressiveness against them. Okay, so basically what he was doing, he was a uh, he was biting on play on run plays. He was uh, in the wrong in the wrong area. He was uh, pursuing. Okay, he pursues. He over pursues on the run plays. All right, and he um, is, is having problems with getting beat with uh, pat, passes across the middle. Okay, uh, being out of place. All right, so with coaching, okay, that could be fixed. That could be fixed. The main thing, he got the, the skills that he really needs to be an inside linebacker, middle linebacker in the NFL, especially on the Ravens team. It takes a certain type of player. Now, we all got to understand, it takes a certain type of defensive attitude, a defensive player to play in Baltimore. It, it just does because the bar is so high. And so many players come in believing or the, the, the front office believe that and the coaches believe that they can do that, okay, by their – past their, their previous play, even in college or on a, another team. But our schematics are so deceiving and so hard, okay, for players to pick up that it, it takes a special player. Without to get to get those plays and know where you need to be without losing your aggressiveness. Sometimes not knowing the, the playbook hurts you when you're trying to pursue, when you're trying to tackle, when you're trying to pursue, when you're trying to be in the right place as, as a defensive player, okay, in a defense uh, uh, unit. So that's something we're going to have to work on with Peanut. That's something Peanut going to have to have to work on, okay, contain that aggressiveness, watch your pursuing, okay. You're ta- he's tackling pretty good. And he, then let's watch and make sure they know who to take coming out the backfield or who to take coming off the line, receivers, tight ends, or who, what they need to do as far as the middle of our defense concerned, okay? Stopping a run. They got to stop that run. We got to stop the bleeding from the running plays. Now, I've never seen the Ravens get run over like they got ran over on Sunday. That was totally embarrassing. I was ashamed. Um, I know our fans was ashamed and, and pissed off, and that did not happen no more. And I'm quite sure Harbaugh's going to fix that. And they already starting to making making changes to get that have get, get that under control real quick. Hey, please excuse me, I got a little cold, so I'm kind of stuffed up. But we're gonna go ahead and work with it because I really want to get this podcast out because I got a lot on my chest and I just want to let it go. And I know the fans got a lot on their chest and they want somebody to talk to and they want to hear some some positive things about our team. And we're gonna do that, okay? Not only we're we gonna talk about the the the. the the negative things, we're going to talk about the positive team of our organization because we know what type of organization we have. You know, you hear the pundits, you hear these other teams bashing us and all that stuff like that. That's nothing but hot air, man, because let me tell you something. We got a good organization. We got a winning organization. You know how many years we, we, we are a winning organization compared to other teams? We have two Super Bowls in, tw- in 20-something years. Two Super Bowls, okay? What other team done that? All right, so that is that is you know other than the the, the uh, Patriots, <laughs> okay. Uh, there's very few teams that have done that. There's several teams that have done it, but there's very few that have done that. So when these when these uh, uh, fans from other teams and and the, and, the, and the pundits and the haters start throwing this at you, always remember that we are a winning, hard nosed, smash mouth football organization 
We got a um, a first class uh, front office. Okay, we got a first class organization that take care of their players and and and, and uh, get things done. And we believe in winning. I guess that's why we are so hard on our team. But we got to understand something. They're human. They make mistakes. Okay, the front office they make mistakes. Drafting. Okay, drafting is like playing. It's like playing. It's like it's like gambling. It's like it's like going to the casino, uh, playing the slot machines. All right. Sometimes you're going to win. Sometimes you're not. Okay. So, you know, it's just one of those things that you got to take a chance at. You just got to keep trying. Like the Casa said, it's like playing baseball. You got to get enough times at the bat, and sooner or later you're going you're going to get the right one. You're going to get it right sooner or later, and I'm quite sure um, they will. T.J. Tony Jefferson, he's my next one. Come on, T.J. All right, come on, T.J. And and this t- uh, uh, Tony Jefferson is another player whom I think that we are not using him uh, correctly. I don't think he's being u- utilized the right way. All right, um, I don't know quite what it is, but it's something, and it's been like that ever since he's been on the Ravens. He's been, it always seems like he's out of place. Um, also seen where he um, had problems with tackling. And um, when he came to us, he was pretty good with tackling. And it seemed like he's kind of regressed a little bit on his tackling skills. All right. But we're going to talk about tackling a little later on. All right. But that, I know that tackling is one of the things he need to clean up. Coverage, <laughs> I don't know what it is with coverage. I don't know if he's too slow um, just not being in the right place at the right time. Uh, maybe he's not good with zone coverage. You know what I mean? Maybe the Ravens need to run more uh, man coverage, okay? Run man coverage until they start beating you, you know? If they don't beat you, uh, can't beat you in man coverage, don't change it. Let it stay in man coverage. You know what I'm saying? That's what we got to do more of, okay? Start letting the teams, okay, once we find out what that team weakness is and we explore it, and they can't change it. They they make no adjustments, and we can have our way. Keep doing what you're doing. And we running the football, and they can't stop the run. Run the football. I don't care if Lamar Jackson have two yards. Okay, we not chasing stats. We chasing W's, wins, baby. But uh, Jefferson definitely need to clean his act up, or the organization need to take a closer look at his uh, production, um, and not just this year uh, since he's been there. Okay, he hasn't really went to that next level as a Baltimore Raven, and I think I don't know what to contribute that to, um, but he has a lot, a lot of work to do. You know, what I mean, he's not just getting to our team, being out of place, communication, and I know he he, he wore the green dot this 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 uh, game, the last game. Okay, that might that might be something we got to change too, and we'll discuss that a little, little later also. Um, but he's been on the team for a while. He know what this team consists of. He know how we roll, and he should have this defense down. I don't know why he's still acting like he just got there. So he's going to have to straighten his act up quick and in a hurry. Okay, we will not take this these excuses and these these uh, short these uh, shortcomings and mistakes uh, over and over from him. Okay, or we're going to have to make some adjustments. And I'm quite sure. And from what I've seen here. <laughs> Uh, the Ravens ain't scared to make those those changes on their roster. They ain't not scared anymore. Okay, I ain't, I ain't saying that they was scared before, but they move hastily now when it's time to to make a change. You know what I mean? You got to take the opportunities you get. Okay, if you want to be a Super Bowl team, 
uh, fix yourself, build yourself to win a Super Bowl. You got to build that team to beat the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, if your team is not built to do that, then you got a problem. Then you need to go back to the drawing board. Okay, moving right along. He's no longer with the Ravens. Okay, recently released. Tim Williams. Okay, come from Alabama. Was an outstanding uh, situational pass rusher for the Roll Tide. Um, he got to got to the Ravens and it just never it just never pan out. And that happens. Okay, that happens. Some of these players are good in college, and they get to a certain scheme. They just don't fit that scheme. And that's nothing to say. That's nothing against Mr. Tim Williams. And let me tell you something. You know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm criticizing, not criticizing, so to say, I'm crit- critiquing these players. These are professional NFL players. All these players are good. Trust me, they are real good, okay? I had aspirations to go into the NFL, but I went to the military. So my hat's off to these guys, and um, these guys are playing football their, their whole life, and they make mistakes. But there's always things that they need to work on. And sometimes these players, they fit good in certain schemes, you know what I mean? Our scheme might not be for Tim Williams. Who knows? He might go to another team and become a star. Look at uh, 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 Correa. Correa went to the Titans, and he's playing good ball. Look at Waller. Waller went to the Raiders. He done got his act together, okay? When they, he said when he was with the Ravens, he couldn't stop smoking weed. But guess what? I guess he stopped smoking weed with L.A. He, he know that scheme, and... Um, He's doing a good job with the Raiders, okay? But um, but getting back to Williams, early in the offseason, he was called out. He was called out again. Uh, he was called out. He was called out in the offseason, okay? Um, the organization was hoping that this guy would, 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 would turn the, the turn of cards and, um, and, and, and move up and become the situational pass rusher that we desperately, desperately need now. Okay, we have to find a pass rusher, or it's gonna be a long year. Somebody on that team gonna have to get to the quarterback. Okay, somebody gonna have to get to that quarterback, and I don't know who that person is. I don't even know if they're on the Ravens. Okay, they might not even be on our team, but we need to go find them, and we need to get them in there so we can get that quarterback quick. It's gonna be a long season for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, but Williams was a disappointment. The Ravens, the, the front office figured that out. That's why I say in Eric we trust. He used to be in Ozzy we trust. We still trust Ozzy. Love Ozzy to death. Okay, he is the Ravens organization. But guess what? We're starting to figure these things out. And get, if they don't fit, it's like the OJ Simpson child. If it don't fit, you must have quit. Okay, it's like that glove. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying that. That you know, I ain't comparing that to nothing, and I ain't making no statement on that. But I'm saying, if it don't fit, we must acquit. We must get rid of it, okay? Um, some things that are not meant to be. It's just like a relationship, okay? It just wasn't meant to be that way. It's like a merge, okay? We could, sometimes you got to go ahead and get file for that divorce. You know what I mean? You might not want to depart each other, but it might be for the best interest of both parties that that happens. All right, who's next on the dud list? Chris Moore. Right, Chris Moore got plenty of playing time last season. Um, he's seen the field for 39.28% uh, of the time, offensive snaps, but he only caught 19 passes for 196 yards and um, one touchdown last year. Okay, he has Chris Moore has his moments. He's normally a better player in the second half. 
His biggest problem is consistency and bonehead plays. He he does a lot of bonehead things also, um, especially early in his career. He's one of the guys, a receiver that I'm gonna say it. He, he's not gonna cut it, um, and I don't I don't foresee him being on the Ravens next year. I think we can replace his production, his snaps with somebody that's a little more productive as a receiver to help that receiving core out. We got we got uh, Marquise Brown, which is a star, which is a playmaker. Okay, so we we luck up we lucked up on getting him. Uh, in that first round, like we did, but um, Chris Moore just—he's one another guy, just like Williams, that we could keep waiting year in year out to see if they're gonna take that next step. No, that don't seem like he's gonna do it. Now he might be a guy receiver to go to another team, and guess what, and become one of the best receivers in the NFL. Who knows? But um, that one play where he got on the sideline and didn't couldn't figure out he was inbounds or not. Come on, that play hurt us. We should have scored on that that drive. Okay, you know what I mean. He could have that, that could have been a touchdown right there, or a, a, a drive for a touchdown. So they're gonna have to look at Chris Moore a little more, see if they can replace his his snaps or something. <coughs> Excuse me, A. Everett. Okay, Anthony Everett. Everett. I guess I said his first name right, or I guess Anthony is his first name. But anyway. He's the cornerback out of out of Bama. Okay, hey, look, you know, what I mean, I know a lot of people got on to the kid. Cornerback is a hard position to learn. You know, what I mean, not everyone, not all players that come out of college are elite cornerbacks. Okay, it takes some of them a little longer than others. All right, it takes some a little longer than others. Look at Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith wasn't that good when he came out. He ended up being a. a he's now a pretty good cornerback. I would say probably one of the best in the NFL when he's healthy. Okay, and we'll talk about that. Um, but um, I believe Avery will get better. Okay, he made some mistakes. Okay, and I think with it, it wants the Ravens simplify that defense a little little bit this year. Uh, we'll see a lot more production out of him. Okay, I think he'll come along. I think the light will turn on for this guy, uh, and I'm looking for big things out of him. Okay, yes, I really am. So I think I think old Avery will be all right. One thing I like about him is he is he, he's fast and he can tackle. Okay? He's fast and he can tackle. So hey, that's eighty percent of it right there. Uh Jimmy Smith. Okay. Jimmy Smith still got a chance to come back from this injury. Hopefully he don't get hurt no more this year. All right. If he gets hurt again this year, and the Ravens really need to look at um go ahead and letting him go and getting a um uh uh um a non-injury prone cornerback. Um, I, I always thought his height and his build was a, a reason for him getting hurt so much. He's so tall and lanky that, you know, he's a big cornerback, but he's kind of lanky, you know what I'm saying? And I always thought that, that, could, 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 that that's been his downfall as um, far as being injury prone. And some players are just injury prone. One of my best friends, when we played uh, high school football, he was like that. He was injury prone. Every week he got hurt. You know, just some people just their body composition or something, they just get hurt all the time. Okay. But when he's healthy, he's a big asset asset to the uh, the Ravens and I can't wait till he get back. And once he get back, we will be better. We will be better on that back end. Brandon Carr, okay, well I like Brandon Carr, his dependability and all that good stuff. Okay, who rah rah. Brandon Carr been around for a while. Um He's been on the Ravens for several years now. You know what I mean? This out of position, you know, we we just can't keep doing that. 
Okay, can't keep making up excuses for him. Well, he's he he's dependable. Okay, but he he's consistently getting burnt for being out of place. Okay, when he's on them, when he's on the on the receivers, he do pretty good. Okay, if he's if he line up in time and and, and know the and kind of have idea what's going on, he does pretty good. But when he doesn't, it just seems like he got he has those games and more of those games than he have good games. So they need really need to take a look at Brandon Carr. We might need to replace that production from him uh, with another player. Okay, and I know the Ravens are not scared to do that. Matt Thew Judon, his biggest thing is being consistent. Sometimes he's hot, sometimes he's not. Okay, he's he's not hot more times than he is hot. Okay, and that has to change, especially he's in contract year, if I'm not mistaken, or extension year, whatever. Okay, so he needs to start playing a lot better than he is. You know, I know he's getting a sack every game. He didn't get a sack Sunday, I don't believe, um, but he need to be more consistent and cut out the bonehead plays. Right, switch those bonehead plays with plays. With playmaking, okay? We need sacks. Sack the quarterback, man. That's all you need to do, okay? Either do that or we, you can go do it somewhere else. But you need to sack the quarterback, okay? We're getting tired of this up and down, all right? Even you're going to sack the quarterback, you ain't going to sack the quarterback. And then go in there and do stupid stuff, okay? It ain't. We don't play that, all right? Use your head. Other, use your head for, for something else other than putting your helmet on. Interior defensive line. Okay, I don't know what to say. All right, even with Brandon Williams out, Brandon Williams been out before, and we kind of got you know. Remember the last was that was that last year when he was out, or the year before last? He was out for some time, and we got gashed on the ground. You know what I mean? So that tells me that either we not compensate compensating for his um, absent schematically, or we ain't compensating for it with personnel. Okay, it's one of the two things. And even when he's in there, he can do a better job at with the run, okay? And he can also do a better job with getting to the quarterback, all right? With getting to the quarterback. And I think I think what'll help that would we'll be going back to that 4-3. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit here. Um, inside middle linebackers, can't cover or tackle, continue to over-pursue, okay? Now... I really don't think they can. Ta- I really, I really think they can tackle. I just think that if you take bad angles, out of position, over pursuing, over pursuing, I think that's what caused tackling mistakes. Okay, that will cause tackling mistakes. All right, they got to do something with the, the, the linebackers, those inside linebackers and the outside linebackers, especially the inside linebackers. Okay, I don't know if he's asking too much from them. Do they know the Do they know the, the playbook the way they should? Do the playbook? Do we need to, do we need to simplify our scheme for them? Are we using their talents the right way? So all those answers we're going to have to ask. But I think that for the most part, I think we'll be all right there. Okay, we just signed Josh Bonds, all right, uh, from the old 2012 Super Bowl team. And made the made the, help made uh, seal the game with that tackle he made at goal line. I think he's going to help out a lot with that veteran uh, uh, um, that veteran experience coming in there. Okay, he'll be able to mentor those young those young linebackers and uh, help those guys uh, do a better job uh, in the middle of our defense. We got to tight the Ravens has to tighten up that interior. The middle of that defense got to be tight. Okay, that front seven got to get mean. Okay, Wormley, what is he doing? Okay, he's quiet. Okay, 
Michael Pierce, you know, he was overweight. What is he doing? All right. And the rest of those guys that, that, that comes in and out of there, they got to do a better job. Okay. Do a better job. Even fix, even get yourself together, or we're gonna get somebody that can do it. Okay, even you do it, or we'll find somebody that can do it. What you won't, what you won't do, somebody else will do. Believe that. All right. Uh, same thing with the safeties and cornerbacks. You know, our, our, our DBs and our, our back end. Okay, not can't cover tackling, bad tackling. Communication is all screwed up. I don't know what's going on with communication. Well, I do know one thing. Earl Thomas is taking some while for him to know the playbook. Okay? Um, and with that being said, I think some changes need to happen there as far as play calling and all that. Who's going to be the, the on-field coach for the defense or the play caller for the defense? You know, we're going to have to figure that out because whatever scheme that they got, whatever they're doing as far as putting people in position is not working. Okay? Now, it's three games. It hasn't worked, so it ain't going to work. So that needs to be fixed this week. And a lot of people say, oh, I doubt they can fix it this week. Oh, they will. Trust me, they will. Because that seat can warm up again. And I know Hobbs don't want to be back on that seat. He's a good coach. I, I like Coach Harbaugh. Okay? All coaches make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? But he's a good coach. Because he, he really cares about people. And that's important. It's not just about uh, who's winning and who's losing with him. Uh, the defensive coordinator. Not making significant changes when losing, okay? You got to make these changes, man, at halftime. Don't come back out of halftime doing the same thing. Change it up. I don't care if you got to change the playbook a little bit. Do something different. <laughs> if you can't stop the run, you better do something different so you can stop the run, all right? Um... I think the defense is too complex for, for the talent for the current defensive roster. I think it's a mismatch. It's not a match. It's like DNA. Your DNA ain't match. Okay? You're not a match. It's like donating an organ. You're not a match. All right? So they're going to have to figure that out. We're going to have to figure that out. And I got some ideas for that too. All right. A little bit of history on the Ravens' hybrid defense. The Ravens have not been running the same defensive schemes during their entire successful reign, which includes a Super Bowl victory in 2001. Under Marvin Lewis from 1996 to 2001, the Ravens ran a conventional 4-3 defense. Go back to the 4-3 defense as a base defense, okay? That's, that's my suggestion, okay? How do, they fix, how do they fix their problems this year? Go back to the 4-3 defense. Okay. The system that they pioneered has become known as a hybrid defense because of its ability to shift between 3-4 and 4-3 looks. The, the system is so complex that a complete analysis could fill many hundred pages. The 3-4 defense alignment will need to take on and defeat blocks in the running, running game more often than um, their 4-3 counterparts. The linebackers also need to be Bigger and stronger. The Baltimore Ravens' biggest issues on defense seem to stem from the play of their outside linebackers. Starters Matthew Judon, Penel McPhee have played well, but Baltimore simply doesn't have much quality depth at the position at the scene Terrell Susan, Zazari Smith going free agency. Okay? Um, 
The problem ain't getting any better. We've seen that with Tim Williams. He's gone. Tyus Biles is still there. So we're going to give him this game coming up. If he don't do nothing this game, I got a feeling he's going to be out the door uh, next weekend or next week. All right? They both of them struggle to set the edge, okay? They, uh, they fail to get to the quarterback. They ain't setting the quarterback. They can't set the edge. We don't need you, okay? Through four games, Bowser is the only one to have pressured the quarterback, notching two quarterback hits and one sack. Okay. Um, five things we learned about the Ravens at the first quarter mark of the season. All right. Now this is a little getting away from the defense a little bit. Number one, Lamar Jackson is a much improved player. We all know that. Lamar Jackson is a superstar. Mark Ingram is a beast. Run, let him run the ball, man. Let him run the ball so we can win these football games. Um, left guard and edge rusher questions are somewhat answered. Hey. The offensive line is probably one of the better ones. It's probably top five in the NFL, okay? Edge Russia, <laughs> you know where they at. The defense would be worse than last year. They will be. But they don't have to be a top five defense. But one thing they need to do is make sure they keep Lamar Jackson on the field and keep the other team off the field as much as possible. I don't care if they're the number 25th defense. But if we can keep our offense on the field, we got a chance to win any game against any opponent this season. The Ravens aren't who we thought they would be. No, they're not. We got a, we got a, 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 the number one offense and the, almost the number, the last defense, number 32 defense. Okay, so that's a total opposite to what we are used to. But guess what? It'll get fixed. Just have faith. Have faith in the Ravens. Have faith in their management. Have faith in their coaches. They will get their problem fixed. They got, they got the people on that team to, to do the job. They just got to get them doing it and make sure they understand how to do it. How are the Ravens trying to improve the inside linebacker play? We already know. They just went and got Josh Bynes, so they're trying to bring a veteran a veteran that know, that know the scheme of that uh, hybrid defense uh, to come in and to mentor and to, um, to lead those uh, the, the rookies that we have there and the, the, the young inside linebackers that we are using. And I think uh, Josh Bond's a man to do that, and I think he will do that. Um, move the green dot. Okay, oh, they moved the uh, green dot from Peanut to Jefferson. I think that was a bad mistake, okay, because Jefferson's not no better in coverage, brother. And he's not. And if he's bad in coverage, how he's going to be good at telling people where they need to be at? Think about it. Um, they used Sean Elliott as a dime inside linebacker, not just pa- passing plays, okay? We want to see him. But we need to see what he can do with passing plays. I think he should play more. Okay, he should play more. They signed L.J. Fort. I don't know about what what they, what he's going to do. I don't think that's going to be no big um, impact from signing him. I think Bonds will be a bigger impact than him. I kind of wish we would have got my man from um, that played for the Redskins, uh, Foster. Um, but uh, hey, look, things happen. I guess they know something we don't know. He might not want too much money or something. Um, uh, so they, uh, Harb said that uh, LJ Fort plays middle linebacker so um, hopefully they're thinking they need to put uh, Peanut back to the, the weak side and I think they're gonna do, that's what they're going to do with Josh Bonds they're going to move Josh Bonds to the um, strong side and put uh, Peanut back to the weak side alright our defense okay this is where we stand folks get ready go ahead and, go ahead and uh, 
Go ahead and get your, get your, get your, get your um, snot rags out because you're going to start crying, right? Napkins. Yards per game, we 27, allowing 395.5 per year. Rushing, we're number 10, 93.5. Passing, we number 30, 302 yards per game. Scoring, 23rd, 25 or more points per game. Good news, we're still atop the division with lots of time for correction. Brandon Williams and Jimmy Smith will return, and that will help us greatly. Bad news, the defense isn't a single fix. It's not one person away from being fixed, okay? Sunday showed the problems that we have, especially at the linebackers' positions, both uh, outside linebackers and uh, inside linebackers. Um, we got to get back to tackling as a team, okay? We gang tackle. We always have been. Always have gang tackle. And some, for some reason, we're away from that. I think that's got to do with communication. People just don't know where they need to be at. Um, uh, Josh Bond said today that he was glad to be back home when he returned to the Ravens. We're glad to have you back, Josh. And I know you're going to do a good job for him. One thing about Josh Bonds, he will hit you, okay? He can tackle, and that's what we need. Uh, he said he's going to pick up the, the defense quickly. He already know most of it. Uh, he said he's learning hour by hour. So they're trying to cram it down, his, cram it in his brain right now so he can be ready to roll on Sunday, and we're going to need him. Okay. Statement from uh, the coach today. He said, we take a lot of pride in our defense around here. We've been playing great defense around here for quite a long time, and he is not lying. That is the truth. Uh, right, Ravens uh, Coach Harbaugh also called a team together for special teams drills, had Ed Reed address the players. The Raven, deep, the Raven defensive backs also spent the first segment working with tackling sleds. Hello, tackling sleds? Okay. We should we need to work with them every practice. Every practice they need to be working with them until they get it to second nature. Okay, take them back to the basics. Um, uh, they said they, uh, the Ravens had a more uh, physical start to their practice today. All right, they need it hitting the blocking sled, um, and that's that's the the tackling sled. Excuse me. And that's usually the response to all those missed tackles that they had on Sunday. I ain't know see I ain't know see the Ravens miss that many teams, okay. Um, also, what happened today? You know, Ed Reed was in the building, um, and that's a good tactic to use whenever the team go down. If you ever notice? Uh, remember the one year where uh, we was, had that losing season? They brought uh, Ray Lewis in to talk to the team. He had to talk to Flacco, to Flacco take charge of that team. Another same thing happened today. Harbaugh brought in Ed Reed. Who better to bring in Ann Reed, Hall of Famer, to get that that defensive pep, uh, pep talk and do a little, get him coached up a little bit? We need his help. Okay. All right. So we got the Steelers on Sunday. You know the Steelers are gonna try to do the same thing that the other three teams did that the uh, beat us. The other two teams that beat us and the other team that could have beat us if, if certain things were turned certain ways. The, the Cardinals. So they're gonna do the same thing. All right. So we need to make sure what we did Sunday we don't repeat. Sunday in Pittsburgh, or guess what? They're going to be coming home third in the division again. I mean, third in the division um, after Sunday. Okay? The Bengals have a bye Sunday, so they'll be rested up, rested up before we see them the following weekend. But I know we're going to be okay. We're going to go ahead and win these two games. The Ravens are going to get that defense fixed, and uh, we're going to get back atop of the AFC North. The rest of the league is scared of us. 
and you can look at our defense and you can tell that they're just out of place. It's a miscommunication. I believe that they got the players to do the jobs and the ones that, that can't do the job, I trust that they're going to get rid of them, okay? So here's my fellow Ravens fans. We're going we're gonna to get this win this weekend. And y'all have a safe week. I look forward to talking with you all on next Wednesday or next week uh, for the podcast episode, uh, episode number five. And we're going to keep this thing rolling. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for your suggestions and your comments. Okay, let's keep it real. Let's keep it clean. And uh, to all my Ravens group, okay, shout out to all my groups. Um, you know who you are, okay. My name is Antonio, CEO, Errington in those groups. Be looking out for me. Be looking out for my podcast. Help support me. Give me some feedback. Listen to some of it. You ain't got to listen to all of it. I know it's kind of long, but hey, listen to some of it and talk. Then give me some talk back, all right? Okay, hey, I love you all. Everybody be safe, and I'll see you again. Go Ravens.